Hey guys, and welcome to the FitSess Podcast. This is episode 26. Uh, you've got myself, Gan, Deck, and we've got Nath. Hi, guys. Got, got a strong build back on. <laughs> so, we got you on for the, was it second podcast? Second podcast we ever did, obviously. The yeah. editing and everything. We actually just discussed this before we went on to the podcast. Uh, I think all the podcasts are getting a little bit better. Better editing, better setup. We know how to use the mic a little bit. I actually thought about deleting some of the first ones because they were quality of the mic or quality of the setup wasn't as good, but I thought, nah, it reminds us where we came from. Oh, definitely. And I think that first podcast, when, like, sorry, the second podcast we was absolutely class. Like, I, I listened to that. I have listened to it a couple of times, to be fair. I'm a fanboy now. <laughs> <laughs> but, so we obviously wanted to get you on because this is going to be almost your first year as being a PT, being yeah. a coach. Yeah, well, be, first year properly. Uh, so uh, I think we'd call it May properly when I started. But yeah, I think strong build as a whole, trying to build the whole thing. It's been just over a year. Yeah, yeah like you started in December 2019, I think. Like thinking about strong build. I think you've been coaching a long time before that. Like you'd coached football, you'd coached... Uh, other people in the gym obviously you coached yourself like you do quite a lot before you actually start as a personal trainer in terms of coaching and um, I remember you came and like watched a couple of sessions you did a, quite a lot of that actually like just shadowing Tom sessions um, group training sessions Steph sessions my sessions like you did quite a lot of that uh, how's it been first year as personal training I think it must have been like the weirdest year though <laughs> it's probably not the greatest of years to start <laughs> PT really <laughs> Um, been shafted by COVID. Yeah, you could say that one again. Um, what's it? Third lockdown. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> no, um, first year, it's been okay. You know, um, I've quite enjoyed it in a weird way. Um, I've learned a lot, a, a lot. Like just learning from the coaches themselves, yourself, Deck and Steph, Tom. Just watching sometimes is just you pick up on so many different little things. Um, I think a big one that I've massively learned on is like just coaching and programming. Like when I was working in a commercial gym, I just give them a workout and then just there was no coaching cues. It's just my coaching was so poor when I look back that like I'd just be rinsing myself if it was me watching now. <laughs> but, um, I think everyone does that though. Like, I look back now, even like from last year, I'm like, oh, that was wrong. That was wrong. That needs to be done. Yeah, I, I think I've de- naturally developed, like I'm not took myself like uh, talking to or anything like that and said, right, you need to up your game. But because um, I'm always thinking of doing that anyway, I think the big thing for me is like just taking in little, I, I always listen to little cues, like little nuggets, little nuggets. That's, that's a beauty, little golden nuggets. I ate lots of those in the first lockdown. But <laughs> you still eat a lot of those. I still do, probably. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, little little nuggets that help me, like little little tips, little little things like that, just to just to enhance my uh, coaching more than anything. Can we talk about that then? Because you obviously see so you started in May, but then we're we're in lockdown. Technically. Yeah, you literally started a lot. But I, a lot of the things Nave did when he first started is like, and he's done the process really really well in terms of he's trying to build his brand. 
He never sits down and just be like, oh, there's nothing to do, like when it's in lockdown. He's always asking about programming. He's always working on his programs. He's always trying new different things. So like recently he did like an online program. Uh, he's trying lots of different things like that. He's trying different programs with different clients. He's going through data analysis. Like he did a lot of stuff with Alison recently um, where he put like loads of her stuff into True Coach and looked at the graphs. Like even that, like that's a big skill to learn. And it's just, it constantly helps you improve. And like these things will really help him going forward in the future. I don't think you're a proper personal trainer until you've been doing it for like over a year, kind of like a couple of years and you really develop and find where you want to go down, whether that be like a specific route, whether you want to be transformation coach, whether you want to be a powerlifting coach, weightlifting, whatever it is. I think you find like lots of different ways. And I think Nate's not afraid of doing lots of different things, trying everything, seeing how it goes. Like we were going to run the British weightlifting level one courses at the gym in November before lockdown came. And he was just like, yeah, I'll do it. Like just throwing himself straight in there. I don't mind doing it. It's not necessarily something that he's done a lot of, but he was happy to learn and just continue his education. I think um, that's probably the biggest thing that I've never loved, but actually starting to enjoy it now. At uni, it's like completely different because like you're forced to learn in yeah. a sense like yeah of course you want to do the course and you want to do the um the topics and you, you have your little areas that you think you're good at but i think it's still like a force game where you, you have to force yourself to learn it where like now it's just like i start yeah i do want to do it like i do want to enjoy this i want to try and learn something different i think it's just like finding your own little niche in a sense yeah like trying to find like you said uh what sort of route you want to go down i don't think i have a particular route at the moment but i'm, I'm enjoying finding out what works for me i don't think you have to pick a route i think you yeah. just kind of like keep throwing yourself into lots of different things even now i still do it but i wish i had nave's mentality when i first started like i definitely didn't i was too scared to try other things and i can see that in other coaches like fraser i think he's too scared to try some other things at the moment yeah. and he, again going back to styles of learning like he learned fraser learns a lot of youtube and that's a great style of learning for him and he learns a lot in the gym as well and i see that with a lot of coaches that we've developed over the years some of them work better working in the gym some work better say on a computer or going through a course like obviously steph's got a master so academically he learns quite a lot from that yeah i think um sorry God. i think oh, i'm uh, fortunate to enough to have like friends that are really in this similar industry so my friend sam napier he'll love the little throw in there but, um, <laughs> little plug little plug Sam, <laughs> Sam Napier and uh, Matthew Pierce, um, really good uh, like they love what they do like Sam's at Fleetwood Town at the academy he's working on the sports science side and he's absolutely loving it and he's smashing it and same with Matt P he's now he's doing he's worked at Bolton well I think he still is working at Bolton Academy and uh, same again he's with Horwich and he's doing things in football but he's also gone down the masseuse route like the sports therapy route and he, he's absolutely loving it but even just that those conversations with your friends and just picking on different little things like it just helps so much like just learning and just picking up on those little like coaching ideas and cues to add to my own sort of development now, I, I was going to say because like for you you, you start as a, a PT go through lockdown but then I think you've you've found that learning because a lot almost easier because you guys were in the gym <laughs> and then you've got, you with three other coaches who are all, all high level coaches and you're trying to learn off them. Be, I always feel like it's almost like the, um, it's like a really weird cliche about the, the circle you have. Mm. And the circle you had at that time was three high level coaches all wanting to flip and train, all training multiple times in the day. 
like and and you as a person are like a sponge. Yeah, I think that's like a big big like big important factor in this is that like Nath is like a sponge. Yeah. So I remember in lockdown now you mentioned it like he asked like about doing some more hypertrophy work and we like put a program yeah. together but instead of just like giving him the program like he went through it like looked for it like detail why are you doing this why are you doing this and then we actually did the first session together it was a really good session actually. Yeah, it was actually pretty got, sick session. I mean I got my ass kicked but it was really <laughs> We were both dying after it and then we went for a stroll after yeah. it well. it was a pretty sick session. Yeah. <laughs> One of those where you, you drive after you don't put music on. <laughs> <laughs> we lived here, so we literally walked up the stairs and went to bed. <laughs> it was a late night. As it well, was wasn't a late. It? it was a late night session. It was a. It was a weird one because Tom, Tom was playing his game. Steph was uh, in here just on his phone. Yeah. It was just me and him, just facing <laughs> each other. The gym was in bits. Like yeah. the rig was in the middle of like yeah. the floor. We had to bench. It like, wasn't really strange. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> the rig wasn't screwed in, and we were benching. I think that was like, my favorite session of lockdown. Yeah, it was. A, <laughs> it was a really. You good, don't know whether you're gonna die. Or two what? hours of just like. Like hypertrophy work, which yeah, was really it was, fun. It was, it was actually fun. Like I'm still trying to learn and pick up because obviously a lot of people, and that this is another thing that I've gone into. Like it helps because I've got other p other PTs that are like asking me questions, which is quite yeah. weird because like for me being in my first year, I'm still inexperienced myself, but I've got like friends and people asking me for coaching advice, and it's quite reassuring because it's quite nice to sit here that from other coaches wanting to they won't, hear from me. Because no no coach will ask another coach unless they trust them. That That is the main thing. I think like when I first started, the environment that I worked in at the gyms that I worked in, especially like, oh dear, like for, for six years, like it wasn't a friendly environment in terms of you could go and ask for advice. It was kind of like everyone was just trying to one-up each other. Mm. Um, and I think like hopefully it is different here where like, I know Pish is fantastic at this, where he's always asking so many questions. And yeah. I love that because it gets the cogs in my brain thinking. And some of the things I'm like, wow, I haven't thought about that for years. Like, let's go back over it. And we do. And like, we have good questions. And even the other day, like one of the questions in um, a group that I'm in with some other like really high level coaches, it was the difference between like an RDL and a stiff leg. And it was just really fun just to hear other people's opinions on it. And there's not necessarily a right and a wrong all the time. It's just the people's opinions and the thoughts and how they go about coaching it. It's just really fun for me. Do you not think though as well, and we'll, and we'll, we'll talk about this uh, towards the end about kind of ass assessments from me and Deck, obviously. Grilling mm. him. Yeah, De no, <laughs> De Deck being almost like your manager in effect and me being an outsider. <laughs> but I think that's like a thing for you as well, and obviously Pish coming on board, is that like you're not afraid to ask like other people that aren't even coaches like, we, we've spoken about various stuff or like mm. when you were doing uh, I think you were 5RM oh wow well, yeah and, I, and I, I kind of I didn't mean to encourage you to do it but it was like a bit of banter but it creates like a good feeling in the gym as well like yeah. being able to do that it helps as well because like I needed that little push on that day to sit because I was in my back of my mind I was going to do it anyway but <laughs> I, all it took was Gan to say just do a five hour and I went, <laughs> oh, you know, well, we'll, we'll do Use it. Use that excuse, Gam made you. Yeah. <laughs> no, he actually did, and yeah, I was like, oh, I'm sorry, mate. Yeah, but, I, like, this is another thing, like, um, my training myself, I've kind of put, I'm kind of getting myself into a routine with it now, but I've had, I've put it aside because I've really wanted to focus on my PT. Like, in my eyes, like, I'm, I'm being really strict on trying to push my business and trying to, push my PT I just 
I said it in the fir- in our first podcast that I I want to be the best at what I do, and I I've set that standard high. I, I I don't care if people say otherwise and they think they're the best. That's their opinion, but I want to be the best at what I do, and I I I've set aside this like this especially this last couple of months trying to enhance that and develop it and it's it's something that I, especially when other coaches say that I'm doing really well and other even just peers and uh, people that I think highly of are saying that I'm doing really well it mean it does it does mean the world to me so that's something that always makes me feel quite grateful and happy about so just on that because obviously you talked about building building strong build yeah. in effect but like throughout lockdown you were still doing posts and everything yeah. you were still doing like little bits and that little like of those golden nuggets like what was the difficulties for that because like you're trying to start a new business and it's during lockdown we obviously knew we were going to be coming out of it at some point but we didn't know when and i think for you you obviously put some of those foundations but like talk to me about the kind of thinking behind those and like how it how it developed when we came out of lockdown um, I think I was pretty fortunate to be honest. I think the biggest thing that I did was come to the gym and live in it because I think that was what pushed my business bigger. Because yeah, yeah. using the fitness lives, I think um, that definitely made my name bigger as a PT. Because I mean, when I was going, because obviously I was still working at the the other commercial gym, and uh, at the time, and I I went back and everyone was like, I saw your lives, and it was like. Yeah mine <laughs> it was weird because like i i didn't know these people and i said i, I know you from somewhere and I was, I, it was just weird and then people asking me how i was living in the gym it was just a bit weird it was just a bit weird but i do i do actually take that opportunity that 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 moment when deck went fancy living with us for, for two months so i was like yeah why not but i do take that opportunity because i wanted to my idea was if we're going to do the live workouts, I'm going to get my name out. And that was yeah. the biggest thing for me. I wanted to just get my name out, whatever, in however way. That was my own idea. So, yeah, the content was extremely hard because obviously there wasn't much we could do. Yeah. But, uh, but I you, think you're just... You were having to go through that workout. Yeah. <laughs> it it took a lot of balls as well because he'd oh. never done live workouts. I don't think he'd ever been live on his own social media. He, obviously, <laughs> <laughs> obviously, like... If we're being really blunt about it, like, Nave hadn't done a lot of coaching at that point, and also Steph had been coaching for five years, and Steph was the other guy doing it, so he had a lot to live up to, and also, I would say I'm fairly strict in terms of, like, we set a structure of what we wanted to hit, and they hit it perfectly, and I think they did really well, to the point in, like, the last lockdown in November, people were like, are you doing the lives? I was like, oh, it's only a month this time, well, last time we did them, because it lasted so long. I think from an outsider looking in, like bear in mind, I did one of those lives, mm. and you know how much I hate doing anything like that because yeah. I've done like hit style training. Yeah, I've I've done it before. It's just I can't be bothered with it. Mm. But I did it. But it made me actually even even if I wasn't doing it per se, like just tune in. Yeah. What watched like because it was quite entertainment as well, and it was obviously at the time lockdown. No one knew when it was going to end. No one knew what was really happening, yeah. and it just provided quite a lot of entertainment for people. It provided quite a lot of communication like you could just chat to someone but also like a lot of people did the workouts and a lot of people yeah. enjoyed it and he, i know like like michelle would like she would always go back to the workouts and do them like afterwards because yeah, yeah. she couldn't make the exact live and i think yeah. a few people did that and even now like um i was out 
with, I think, Steph it was, in Tesco, and someone said to us, oh, did you do that live? And that was the only time I'd ever heard it. And then, like, people were like, is Nathan doing the lives again? And everyone really enjoyed his content, and he had to write all the workouts himself. Yeah, yeah. So I think that was quite a lot, because he was getting used to programming, setting a set structure for himself, working out himself. Well, like, I was going to say, you Because it's quite hard. Like, I, I didn't want to do it. Tom didn't want to do it. Yeah. Right, so it took a big set of balls for Nathan to do, do that. <laughs> you know no, what? He kind of had to do it. <laughs> when, when I figured out, so I, I did one of the lives, and then I was like dead after. Yeah. And then I, I was like figuring out, I'm like, Steph and Nathan are going to be doing this for like three months. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that takes a lot of cuts. And like you said, so it, it being so early into your, your PT career and coaching career, mm. like that takes a, a set of bollocks on you. I think it just made it even better, to be honest, because mm. it just gave people an idea of who I am and oh, yeah, why, yeah. what I'm about. The, and like, uh, just my personality I just think I'm just I'm, about to say that yeah I'm just I I personally think that I'm just a bit different to everyone else not in like a um, like a an arrogant way but I just think I'm a weirdo like uh, <laughs> but you're like, not bothered about but it I'm not bothered about it like I'll, I'll just have a laugh I'll do whatever I can to to make people feel comfortable and happy and I think that's something that like people have told me that they, re they find themselves comfortable around me and that's something that I want to give off like yeah. I don't want people to think oh well I don't want to talk to him. You know what I mean? Like, but, it's just not a healthy or a nice environment to be around. The thing is, so, I, I've I've met a lot of coaches, a lot of PTs. And, like, I've met people probably similar to you in that sense, but they'll usually lack some substance, mm. whereas that isn't the case with you, where you, you do, you're getting the knowledge there. You, you're willing to work for it. But I've met loads of PTs where they just don't want to they're like, they'll want to be that fun, outgoing person, but they don't want to actually put the proper work in. I think in the first year, that's been the biggest thing for Nath, is he's got his personality out there. People find him very relatable and fun. Oh, yeah. And I know for me personally, like for the first two or three years of my PT, I found that really difficult, you know, just to talk to people who are, obviously I was yeah. 16, 17, 18 at the time, like this, these people might be like 40, 50, so like completely different <coughs> generations to you. And I found that really difficult where Nath, I see him coaching all the time, and even through the lives, he just has no problem. Yeah. Like he literally doesn't give a shit. He doesn't give a fuck. Like he loves it. And like he just loves talking to him. He loves like chatting to him, just a bit of banter. He gets on with people straight away. Like he creates yeah. that re relationship. And I think that's a really, really tough skill to get. And I think a lot of PTs actually lack that. I think it's what sets some really, really top level PTs aside is that they can become relatable and develop that social side of things. I only became better at it when I was comfortable in my own environment. I yeah. wasn't comfortable in my environment at first when I first started coaching. And I was really like wooden. And I've even like, even to the level of where I've done like assessments for personal trainers before, and I remember these two personal trainers and they were so intelligent, like really, really yeah. good personal trainers. And on their assessment, they were doing like iron, ba iron bar path. They were doing that with like a 40 year old woman. Um, and it was like the first time she was training. And I just thought, yeah, you're not going to make it as a personal trainer because they were just so wooden and like antisocial. Like they were just terrible. Like no, a 40 year old woman with three kids does not want to know about her Q angle when she's, her goal is fat loss. Yeah. Like, and I think Nave can kind of, it's a big skill like, to like, hone in on what someone actually wants out of that session, relate to their goal straight away, and you're actually making that session tailored around them instead of going, I've got a great workout or a great program set for you, I'm going to set it and not listen to you. Like That's a big thing that Nave does well. He, li he listens really well. 
See, I don't, I don't want to go into this talk until later on because they, <laughs> we're, we're talking about like your your assessment almost. It's not assessment. But, I think but, the whole podcast can oh, be just yeah. about like how he's found it, things that he's done. Like, let's go on things that he found difficult. Yeah, what have yeah. You found was... difficult, Nate. Because there is a lot of things. Like, I know a lot of things Nate's found difficult, and I can see that he's found difficult. Um, I found. Uh, I think. I think something for me that I found difficult is like initially it was just like I, it's hard to say because it's hard to explain but it's like I think the first thing that I found difficult was like not necessarily just like going into a place and like uh, owning it I felt like I had to be like quite Asserting your dominance kind of thing, asserting your standing within the gym or standing as a yeah, coach. Yeah, no, like, no, I, no, I do. I know I'm, where he's honestly, coming from because I've been there and, like, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong here, Nate, but, like, it's kind of like when you come into somewhere, you're the new fish uh, and you're comparing yourself straight away to other coaches. Yeah. And I think that's really difficult. Is, and, it, is it almost kind of like you want to you wanna show that you belong here? No, yeah, that? I guess so. I guess so. But it's more the it's it's the comparing. It's human nature to compare yourself yeah, yeah. to other people that do your job. Like you've recently moved jobs, can yeah. I bet you compare your work ethic or workload or skill that you develop or the way that you go about your business? You compare it to other people. Oh yeah, for sure. And I think it's, I remember doing this wrong. Um, I saw someone else who was more a more successful coach than me at the time. He'd been doing it a long time, and I saw him doing the way he was coaching, um, and I thought, oh, I need to do it like him. Because he's wow. successful. But when I look back now, I'm thinking, no, that's not what I needed to do for myself, yeah. for my own coaching style. And and I think developing that style is massive. And I think I could already see he started developing style, but it's just not fully formed yet. But that the first trap I fell into for two or three years was thinking I had to do it like someone else who was successful. I think what, the, what it was, what, was uh, I was going into a gym. The three main coaches was Deck... Steph and Tom. All very high level. But <laughs> also very opinionated. And like, yeah. we'd been doing it a long time. Like, Tom had come from another gym where he'd PT'd for like a year. He's obviously very stubborn, stuck in his ways. Kind of like, he knew what his coaching was. And Tom was unapologetic about how he coaches. He's yeah. a coach and not a personal trainer, yeah, which is fantastic. That. And the, the things he doesn't know about weightlifting, there's no point in even teaching people because he's just so good at it. Steph obviously had his own niche in terms of like, he did a lot of body weight, handstand, um, calisthenic work. He also did that a lot of body transformation with his PhD. And obviously I've been doing this for a long time. So for people to come in, we had it before when we've had other coaches in, it's quite intimidating. I know when Fraser first started, like he felt overwhelmed by like, am I doing it like him? Do I do it like that? Where do I fit in? I know it's quite difficult, yeah. um, but obviously like Nave has not had any of those problems in terms of what I've seen anyway. And then like, he's come in, he knew what he was about. He's not tried to like do anything different. He's just tried to develop himself. He may have tried other things and they may not have worked. And that's fantastic. Like, um, he's always doing his own research. Like he's even shown me some stretches with like the bands. Uh, even on the group training, he's putting his own like bits into the workout. Like, oh, I think they should do this. And I would be too scared to do that. Like straight up, if my first year of coaching, I would not have done that. I would have just gone for the ride and gone right. Yeah, I'll I'll do whatever you guys are doing. Even if I thought it was wrong. Even if I thought, even if I knew better. I would have like, I would have just gone away with it because they're the more experienced. They've been here longer. Where Nave kind of hasn't done that, I don't think. Do you think that was that was partly the advantage of being at the gym though as well? Because I think because like the fact that 
you didn't almost have to do that. That you you became like friends with these guys. I more. think that was more of the advantage because I I never really when I first started I came to free class free classes and I came to a pub quiz and that's that's how I got myself in there. And you were and, hungover in one of those classes. And two of them. I was hungover. <laughs> I was hungover on two of those classes and I was at a pub quiz. So that tells you all about me, doesn't it? Really, that's a good drink. <laughs> but, but relatable. Yeah, again, relatable. But this is that's the other thing. Like, like I said, I had Deck, Tom, and Steph, and I obviously saw them as like obviously high high level coaches. Like the knowledge that when I first met Tom, the knowledge that he gave off, I was like, right, I'm 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 instantly just not as good as him. That was my first thought, <laughs> which is I probably still have that sort of feeling now. But I know I've definitely definitely developed from where I was initially. But hmm. because Tommy's Tom's knowledge, he's He's a crazy bastard, let's just say that. He, he knows so much. <laughs> yeah. It's like, how do you know all this but information? knowledge and practical application are completely, completely different Completely different, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I, like I said, I never knew it. I never thought it was a worry. I never thought it was a worry about I had to be like them. Mm. My instant thing was, how do I make an impression? Because yeah. I think when you've got three coaches that have been around each other for many years... It's like, and you being the next person to come in, the new, the new boy. It's like, how do you make an impression on them? And I just, I, I still kind of want to make the impression. Like, I'm still trying to work on it, but like, I just feel like I've been myself and just naturally developed myself and naturally just grown into the gym itself because mm-hmm. I'm not really sat down and panicked or worried and said, oh, I'm not as good as these lot. I've just done my own thing and like I've, I'll go to deck and ask for advice. I've even asked advice from both Tom and Steph. I'll just ask like I'm not That's asha- the best I'm not ashamed. I'm not afraid to say I'm not I don't know this knowledge and you do like even Pish. I, I'll have a conversation with Pish and we've spoken about different things because I like listening to Pish's ideas on different things. I think um, I think overall like we have we're a good group. We're not a, like we, we can debate. But we can't argue. Yeah, like no one's sense. gonna take it offensively. Yeah. No one's gonna be like, "I'm absolutely right." Yeah. People go, oh, "Actually, that's pretty cool." Yeah, I'll have a look into that. Or you might even like go, "I'll send you the study." Yeah. Like that's probably like most of the time. That's yeah. how it'll finish. Is I'll send you the study, or we'll continue it another time. I think like the funny story that came to mind when Nate was just talking about like, coming in with three experienced coaches is me and Steph when we started at DW um, like many years ago now. There was one established coach and then two other coaches and there was a new guy who had been there a few months and as soon as me and Steph started, like we started getting clients straight away, he literally just left. Like I didn't even see him once or speak to him and I felt really bad. I remember him leaving and then there was a couple of other coaches there that had been there like a year or so and Steph actually fell out of me straight away because I got clients really quickly but obviously he didn't know I'd personal trained before that and... I think like that's quite easy to come in and go, oh no, I'm not doing too well. But actually, Nate did pick clients up and he developed his process on how picking clients up. And instead of just like kind of coming in going, yeah, I'm going to do it my way, he went, all right, let's try this. This might not have worked. All right, let's try this then. Let's see if that works. And he's always learning from his lessons on how to develop every part of his business. Like it might not just be the actual coaching, which he does quite a lot of work on. It'll be like he said before, the programming, the marketing, how he puts himself across, you know, Every single part of his business, he's always trying to develop, you know, reassessing those goals. He knows that he's probably not where he wants to be right now, but he knows where he's going. 
And I know when I started, I know when a lot of coaches start, they don't know where they want to go. They're kind of just in it and they ride along for a few years where Nate like, knows what he's going to do. He knows where he's going to pivot and angle and change his business at different points where he wants to go to. And that I think that's important that he has that clear goal and he knows what he needs to develop. I think going off that, like just sign up my first client because initially we did these inductions which we still do now but we've changed it a bit differently now but I, I did my inductions and Deck gave me advice and I, I did it off Deck and I, I said right Deck what do you think and he obviously advised me on different things but I did it Deck's way and I didn't sign him up and I was just like right well no. that was a bit that wasn't good that didn't go down very well but then I changed it to myself and I'm not saying Deck's idea was wrong it was just not my idea yeah, it was just yeah. not me. styles completely it wasn't, different it, we've got completely different styles it's not whether one of us is wrong or one of us is right it's just how do you feel comfortable doing it yourself and I think once I've learned that that I can go my own way in a sort of sense uh, it, I started to feel more comfortable I obviously I was buzzing because I signed up like I think I signed up three four people on the bounce not had a turn back and it was just like quite reassuring that I could I could just do this myself and like develop in my own sort of way yeah well, that's it. I think like you tried something and you learned lessons from it and you had a good idea of what you wanted to do, but you knew that it wasn't what like your way of doing it. So then you changed it. I think it takes a lot of bottles to change a process. Mm-hmm. Like I know like, when I was at Profit, like, I learned a certain process and I didn't agree with some of the stuff, but I still stuck with it for a long time. And then I was like, no, actually, I want to do it this way. And I'd say my way is like, it's still 50-50 kind of my way, but also very, too structured. Like It's so structured, yeah, yeah. like very, very rigid of way I do it. Obviously, I like doing it like that now because I'm just used to it. But I think if I'd started like where Nave started and a few years ago, I think I would have been completely different. And that's funny like that he said that because I don't know how I would have turned out as a coach if I'd started in a completely different environment. Sorry, Lincoln scores. We've got this, uh, got this uh, last, last man, man standing, standing competition. <laughs> last man standing. So I'm a bit happy about that. Two little now. You did say you'd celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> so... I've got an ear about like advice for for new PTs. All right. What what what's your? We'll we'll give you three. Three tips. biggest tips you yeah. can give for a personal trainer starting. Um, I think, I think the big one being be yourself. Yeah. Because the you'll like I said before I've had coaches coming up to me and I've had people shadow me, which is in my first year, which was a bit like mad, but um. Like it's just, but it's like I said, it's reassuring for me. But um, even to them, I've said just be yourself. There's, there's no point in trying to be someone else because someone else will do it different to you. So be yourself because you're confident in yourself. And if you're not confident, work on it because I know for myself, I'm I'm quite naturally confident. But initially, when my coaching and my programming, I definitely wasn't confident because I'd. Obviously, going back to that whole uh, story about comparing myself a little bit to Deccan, Steph and Tom, uh, just in that little scenario, I was like, oh, he does it this way and he does it that way. Just be yourself and just learn and learn to grow and learn to be confident in yourself. Um, obviously, educate yourself all the time. I think education's key. And it doesn't have to be like researching all the time. It could just be reading a book, uh, taking yourself out for a walk and reflecting, little things like that. Just... Just for self analysis more than anything, and um, last one, have fun. Like you do it to enjoy it. It's like if 
like if we're going off for new uh, new PTs and beginners, uh, just have fun. It's like it's your first, maybe your first year two. Just have some fun with it. Like learn. You become a PT because you enjoy training. Yeah, you like become a PT I because you I, enjoy helping people. Hundred yeah. percent. That's the reason why you want to come into the business. You want to make a difference in someone else's life. Like you want to help people grow and like help people do whatever it be. Maybe get stronger, lose weight, help mental health. Like the PT has so many open doors. Yeah. At the moment, like there's so many uh, paths that you can walk down. Like there's so many different opportunities for a PT nowadays. That just have some fun with it. Learn, like take take the chance on it. Just just enjoy it. I think those are the three. I'll uh, I'll go off. Awesome. Quite good off the top of my head that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nate's always pleased with himself. <laughs> so the the kind of last two things I've got on here is obviously um, because I, I want to say best for last on your assessment. Right. I, I I've put on here about. Our two assessments on yeah. on, on Nafe's uh, year. I think for me, like I, I I talked about it in the podcast with you when we talked about the the business side of fitness and everything. But mm. there's a culture here, and trying to find someone that fits into that culture can be really hard. I think. Definitely. But Nafe's just come in, had a laugh, being a part of the community, and that and that's how it should go. It's almost like every every PT after Nafe should be like Nafe. Because for you, I, I feel like you've created the stencil for if anyone wants to join FitSess and be a PT or coach, do what they've did. You don't have to do it like him, in effect, but like the tips that you went through, being yourself, improving your knowledge, things like that, asking other people. Having fun. Yeah. Nave, where's Strongbill going to be in a year's time? That's a Ooh. good question. Oh, fuck, One year from now, we do this podcast. Don't even know what date it is. Twenty third like of January. Eilish at Vanity Fair. All these <laughs> questions. Where are you going to be in one year's time? <laughs> um, it's a very good question, that Declan. I am. Um, I'm hoping. Twenty two. My idea is, I want to. I just want to get. <laughs> my my big goal was to get um, one thousand followers on Instagram and build like a Wait, big name. It's on four hundred and something. I don't bloody know. But uh, that was a big goal. That was that was. It's not a major goal, but that was a goal. Just so that I could just like know that I've got like a following. A following. Like I have a bit of following. Like I think a big one for me is to just have my name out around the area that we're at and people know who Strong Build is. I think that's a good one. And on top of that, I just want to. I personally just want to make sure that I've got like structure. For yeah. everything, like a big goal uh, for me this year has been consistency, and so far I think I've been very consistent, other than this week because uh, I've been busy. But, but um, <laughs> <laughs> secrets on the the busyness at the moment. But um, at this moment, I, I've, I'm just trying to be consistent with work and just break it down. Try not to overstress because I know it's 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 difficult at the moment with lockdown and stuff, but. Um, I'm always trying to think of a way to enhance myself whether that be messaging people directly if people put up a question on uh, on their social media asking like different things for example or 
is there anyone out there that can give me some advice on this? I'll, I'll just respond because I think I, I want people to make it seem like I'm approachable, which I am anyway, but I want it to be more open. You want to show you're approachable. Yeah, I want to show that I'm approachable. I just think growth more than anything. Uh, any any form of growth would be perfect. So, so just a bit of linear growth. Yeah, I think the next thing is I want to try and get some merchandise out. I think that's, nice. that's always nice. A bit of strong build gear. That would be good. So before like we go into your assessment, I I, I want to shout out this post that Nath did because I I've looked back on this post before and if if we go on to Nath's account, it was on the thirty first of October uh, August sorry twenty twenty underscore training there for anyone. <laughs> <laughs> so and I, I I loved this post. I thought it was flipping ace. Did you save I, it? Yeah, I have. Oh, I, well, right. oh, no, I think I, I took it off my save because I deleted all my saves. But long story. But you eat. You, the title was physically and mentally stronger and I think everyone should read it because you had the picture of you as a young kid before you went on your lad's holiday then the picture of you when you're a little bit bigger being you joined a uni and then the picture of you uh, obviously when you joined Fitzess and mm. I, honestly that like I love that post I think it's a really good post a bit of naif journey yeah, but it but it's also and we always go back to this relatable thing. Yeah, Nave, do you remember this post? I remember. The post. <laughs> I put it up like right now. Like, it's yeah. a really good post. It's I, just I, funny how he looks on it. I just like, <laughs> it just shows me he's being yeah, a dick, really, isn't it? But um, yeah, I, I I the main reason for that post is because you hear all these uh, and they, obviously the same again it goes back to your root. You see a lot of these coaches giving off tons. Uh, transformation pictures or what I like to call farce shite basically <laughs> but uh, I I completely get a transformation picture like you've lost weight in 16 weeks and that's amazing like not knocking that at all my knocking is how do you think they feel afterwards Gan you've been through it yourself oh, God. how mentally draining is it well I, I almost got hospitalised exactly <laughs> like a lot of and I'm not trying to diss any other coaches but I, what, what I'm trying to say is like and educate yourself like you may be changing someone's life but they're probably not doing any healthy habits yeah and that's something that we at fitness do is like we're really big on it we're massive on it whether even like little things that you'd never you're only starting to see properly into gyms now which is a highlight on mobility which is obviously your joint health and i think i've i'm not even joking i've heard of it obviously because i've learned it at uni but other than learning at uni, I hadn't heard it anywhere else in any other gym until I came to here, and that was a year ago. And it's only I'm only starting to see coaches properly use it into today. So it just shows how far ahead that we are, and how yeah. how many years have you been doing that now, Deck? Like seven or eight. Yeah, yeah. just all about mobility, mad. Yeah. But it's only just I'm only just starting seeing it in gyms properly now, and it's it's like quite quite frightening. How it's strange you say that. Like, I don't even think about them. Well, it's just everyday it's thing. It's just yeah. everyday thing, isn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah, for us. mad that. <laughs> you, you, know, you know what's really funny? So I, I had a bit of a... So we had my cousin Jay from one of the mm. podcasts. We went on a walk yesterday and I bantered him about the way that he stretched because he does the like... The, <laughs> the little whole, school thing where you do yeah. 10 seconds each side. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't so, matter. So, so he got... He lost his, he lost his head. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Really? And I was like... But when I, I've come to obviously this gym... With the, like you said, Nave, massive on mobility. But for me, the pinnacle of when Tom got his knee injury, mm. 
And he said that was down to him not doing his mobility properly. And yeah. he just owned it straight away, didn't he? Yeah. Didn't even like pretend that it was anything else. He's like, oh, I didn't do my mobility, I didn't do my activation exercises properly. That was it, straight away. And then he, he rehabbed it himself where other people would either complain, yeah. moan, or try and get surgery for it. And he literally just rehabbed it himself, straight back up, a few months later, 180 squat, bad, done. Yeah. Now he's on like two. Fair play to him that like he did the prehab, rehab, everything himself. Uh, and then now like he just incorporates it into his training and stuff and he knows there's still an issue there, but he has to just sort it out. But I think that's like part of the culture, like having you guys here as PTs, coaches, the fact that you like Tom Tom just admitted it right off the bat, and I think you all would, where yeah, if, if that happened you just admit it. Um but yeah, I I, I think that's like part of the culture and having different coaches um, and bringing that different vibe to it as well yeah I, I just think that's what we do best like we don't even it's just part of who we are like we don't even think about it yeah and sense, we, we don't even just, charge for it we give it free yeah like classes mobility classes are free for everyone like it's just because it's it's, it's so long term health it's yeah. like take away that 16 weeks where you've, you've lost like yeah. 10 stone like no one no one cares about that like Wait, is it going to still be there in about ten years' time? Probably not, because you're not you're not doing things that are going to be long term health. Mm. We so us three we're we obviously love love football. Like you, you take for example like Ronaldo, if he was just good for three years, he would never have been considered even the greatest of all time or even close. No. But I bet if he with his mobility routine, his fitness and everything, we all consider him brilliant because he's done it over a long period of time. And I think that's the way you guys, especially, and it changed my thinking on it, is that we don't just want sixteen week things. We want like mm. I think it's the same thing that Nate's done with his business. He's building a foundation. So obviously he spoke about his goals being just linear growth. Yeah. He's not setting himself like I want to get twenty clients. He wants to make sure that foundation is solid first. Yeah. You know, he's got his website set up, he's got his social media set up, he's got his style set up, his way he's coaching, he wants to develop his philosophy as a coach. He wants to do all these things before he starts ex- extending like massively and just you know growing as much as he can he wants to make sure those foundations are strong and it's the same with mobility and it's the same when clients come in we want to make sure that foundation is really solid and then we can build that strength on you know on top of there so again i see on your little list what you got left last one last little bit your your assessment of nafe because your, your opinion counts more than anyone of this, let's be serious well we didn't really obviously discuss this pre-hand so <laughs> i just throwing that on me but i uh, i think the biggest thing i would say about nafe like coaching wise he trust like we all trust him like none of us would we, we would always make sure we give him every single opportunity and I think that's a big thing I remember like straight away when we decided to do inductions and free sessions for clients and stuff like that to like get him into the gym Nafe was like at the forefront of my mind and I actually approached him and said Nafe can you run these sessions for us when we get a new client because we just had that trust and when we get a client on group training I'm like I'm I trust him that he's going to make sure that this client is going to have the best experience. And if we give him a client, like we've had it in the past with other coaches where we haven't had the best experience and it reflects badly on the gym. But with Nafe, we've given him that trust and he's definitely just grabbed it both hands and just absolutely owned it. And like he takes on responsibility. So there was like a day in lockdown where me and Tom were still training in a field and Nafe just came back, set up everything, just got on with his live. It was perfect. Like the fact that we trust him to do all the programming, he just cracked it out yeah. for his group training. The fact that we trust him and Fraser to run the whole group training and I give him that trust to kind of develop the whole program and the system and how they want to go about it. It's, it's more on them how they want to do it. And they just absolutely smash it out of the park. You know, we give them, me and Nafe are going into some like 
personal stuff that we want to do together and it's just having that trust with him to do it and we give him a lot of marketing advice and um, sales advice and stuff and it's giving him the trust of our, our kind of help and he just goes away and runs with it and he really really develops it and all the time just consistently with trust like we can leave him in the gym to do anything we trust him to run um, workshops I remember when he first started and he was like Dad, I want to run these workshops I've come out of uni, I know what I want to do. I was like, fantastic, let's do it. And I just trusted him to do it. I wasn't even here for one or two of them. Agility. He did all sorts of the agility, he did some yeah, other bits yeah. and bats. He's done loads of stuff. We've even asked him to cover classes for us when he was when um when he wasn't necessarily doing those classes, he wasn't the coach for him. We trusted him to run them. He, Imogen came in, which he brought her into the gym, and we trusted her to shadow under him. Like he's just been fantastic. Next year we're going to Italy, and we were going to go this year. We want him to come as a coach. Like just the level of trust that we give him, he just grabs every single opportunity and just really, really runs with it. And I wouldn't have had the confidence or the balls. I'd say the biggest set of balls ever in the gym of coaches that has come in has been Nate. Like because he just has that straight away. I'm. This is my personality. This is the way I want to do things. I'm going to do it like this. And that is so so brave. Like especially coming out. Uni, like this is career. The kid's self-employed. Like his decisions he makes now affect him so personally. He's not getting paid if his decisions go badly. Like so it's so stressful and so hard to start a business. And it's yeah, I think he's just taking it on both hands and just ran with it. It means a lot when you, people say stuff like that because <laughs> I just because like I don't like I, I sounds weird. But I'm just doing me. Like yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm probably the most chilled out, laid out. Guy, I think the biggest compliment was from Gan before when he said they had a stencil going yeah, forward. I, know. I was like, bloody hell, Gan. He's not going to fit though. out the door. I'm getting that framed in my walls. <laughs> it won't mean much. Sorry, sorry. It's all for Gan, it's all right. No, <laughs> no but it does, it does mean a lot because, like, I, I think, for me, like, I, well, I think I was just naif at the start because, mm. like, obviously the clients are going to see me. They know Tom, they know Steph, they know Dec. They had that bond already, but he was like, oh, it's just Nath, like, and I, I kind of saw that with the, at the start, and that's why I wanted, especially with the workshops, because I only got, like, I mean, my family supported me, obviously, but, like, I had uh, Steph and Tom who jumped on them, and obviously mm. Nicky jumped on Martin. them, oh, and Martin, yeah. like, people that have, like, Close to the uh, gym. that are, like, that are the gym, basically, and as much as it means the world to me, I, I knew that I needed to do something more yeah. to, like, get my name out to make sure that the clients know that I'm cemented in this gym now, yeah. like, that was the big thing for me, and um, I, I do still think, like, the lockdown, the first lockdown was an absolute blessing for me, like, just having the opportunity to just live here and just, just, like, be myself on on a live camera, like, Dress on a live... Dress up in different outfits. <laughs> yeah, we don't talk about the outfits. Anymore, <laughs> but, um, but um, just to have that, like, freedom to be myself, or, and to have, like you said, to have that trust in you to, like, to just roll with it and just be myself. Like, yeah. I was a bit of a dick on those lives, like, and... You well, that's what us. we needed. That's what we needed. <laughs> yeah. And, like, also, I like, understand from my perspective that he's going to, like, make changes and, and ch like, obviously mistakes. And I remember when he did all the workshops and he had all the structure and stuff like that, I was trying to make, explain to him that, like, it needs to be what clients want, but he knew what he wanted to run and it, it developed his coaching style. Yeah. And some of the other things were like, I remember um, like when Linda wanted to go back to personal training and like, 
and I knew I couldn't, I obviously she used to be my client for like a couple of years, and I remember thinking, oh my God, Linda's going to go on PT with him, is that going to be okay? And I remember like, but he's absolutely smashed it, because I just knew he was going to do it, yeah. and he was going to be amazing for it, and obviously she'd PT with Tom before as well, so she'd already like worked with a couple of coaches for different areas, but she knew what she wanted, and obviously Nathan made himself that coach in the gym. Um, and I think it's fantastic. It says, basically, he has his place in the gym now and everyone yeah. knows what he delivers and what he wants and people actually request that and they want that. And I think that's a fantastic testament. Guys, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Nath, where can we find you? Uh, Strong Build Training on Facebook and on Instagram. It's at strongbuild underscore training. And when we reopen, guys, you can come and join us. One week free with Nath. You get three sessions. Come and see what it's all about from the big deal himself. Um, if you want to sign up now, uh, there'll only be four spaces, I think. So uh, drop us a message and we'll get you booked in with Nath, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Bye. Cheers.